Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 62, and we're talking Mortal Kombat 4, which came out seemingly for everything. Yes, we are jumping back into the Nether Realm and Earth Realm, where where the gods are doing battle, everyone's doing battle, spines are being ripped out, heads are being exploded. Uh, well. Ish. This is not Mortal Kombat 9, 10, 11, which are good games. This is Mortal Kombat 4. Ugh. Now, if anyone remembered and listened back to when I was talking about when I went to Berry and played with Rob, I, oh, fuck, that's getting clipped. Damn it, I'm not even 45 seconds in. So when me and Rob went to the games arcade thingy, which was amazing, they had... Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 3, 4 all lined up and we played 1, 2, 3 and I refused to play 4. Well, it's for good reason I refused to play that monstrosity. I went, no, 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 no. Uh, no. Just no. But because eventually we're going to have to try and cover every single video game on the market, it was always going to come up, wasn't it? And people keep saying, you know, you go do games you, you hate. Well, this is one of them. Yes. As we keep saying on the show, it's it's not always good to just do games I absolutely love because it's just going to be boring for everyone. We all want to see me get angry about some games. And yes, you're going to be seeing here. Shut up, Java. I don't want an update. God damn, it always comes up and I don't want it to come up. But I am joined by a newcomer this week. David Petrangelo from Remember 64 podcast jumps in. Um, he asked me to come on to his show and I went and did going on. And had great fun. And I said, do you want to return the favour? And he said, yeah, go on. And we came up with Mortal Kombat 4. So, yes, if you want to listen to the chat with me and David, go about maybe half an hour. And then we get to that. We do some other stuff first. But for now, we're just going to do a bit of fun. First of all, I need to get the plugs done. If you are new to this, I unfortunately need to get the plugs done. Because that's how I'm trying to raise money to get our little house for me, Hiccups, and the Queen. Alright, so wherever you're listening to this show, please support us. If you listen to our Spotify, Google, whatever, give it a five-star review. Leave a review. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm crap. Tell me I'm the best thing since sliced bread. It really helps. And wherever you are listening, if you have, like, Twitter... Please share it wherever I put the post up. It really helps me get out there because I've only got a little small but fan base on Twitter. Some of you have massive fan bases and it just gets me out there that little bit more. If you want to support me on YouTube, I am now back. You can find me on Kegsy, which is C-A-G-S-Y, and the link is in the description of this video. And every two weeks, I'll be releasing a Pokemon Challenge video. One went out just recently on Friday. If anyone listens to this, can just subscribe to the channel. It's free. It takes five seconds. Just click the subscribe button, and you are all done. Okay, but the other way you can support me if you want to support me financially over on Patreon is at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And for $1 each month, you get access to your own show called DLC. It could be your top 10s, modern game reviews, gaming events, and as a bit of a sneak peek, episode 35 has just dropped, and it's a look at E3. It's failures, it's highs, it's lows, and it's future. 
So, yeah, I do feel sorry for all those who were planning to go and really looking forward to going because E3 is kind of like the big event. Well, it used to be. So I do feel sorry for those companies who were going to be involved. For those who basically said they haven't had demos ready, nah, you didn't. That's probably just a bullshit excuse. But I think it was going to become mainly an indie thing. That's how I think E3 will be now. I just don't think the big boys are coming to the table anymore. I, I really don't. I just don't think it's going to happen. And that was episode 35 and a look at basically the rise and fall of E3. Next week, I am going to do the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, I haven't started playing it, but I've got the rest of the week to get it done. It's not a long game, so that's why I've said I'll do it now. So about two hours, hopefully. Can you imagine if like 10 hours I've screwed myself in the foot there? But I will be doing a review on that. And to let you know that 5% of all the Patreon fund each month will be going to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, which provides games and consoles to 150 children's world across the UK. Now, so far, we've only raised $2, which I know is tiny, but I hope we can make this grow over time. And I'd really love to donate. get to the stage where we can start donating actual full games and full consoles. Could that be amazing? Additionally, if I get back to 1,000 subs on YouTube, I will donate 5% of any income made from YouTube as well. If you do want to donate any games directly, the link is in our description. Now, what else do you get for your $1? Well, access to our own Discord. You get the chance to message me one-on-one, and you can take part in all our episodes and your shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comments on the Game of the Week, and I get your chance to butcher your name. Right, we are done. That's the plugs. Let's go into our first section, which is our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 60 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can pretty much ask me whatever you want and I will do my best to answer. So first up, Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Okay Mr. Danny, it's been a while since I've asked a video game related question. So if you were to create your own fighting game made up of different characters from fighting games, which would be your 8 character starting roster? The catch is only one character per franchise, so mix it up. That's a good question. Hang on, I'm going to have to try and work this one out. So after a bit of magic of pausing and editing i have come up with a list so people are gonna go that's a shit list but you didn't ask me what the best one was i just made it what my one would be all right so we've got eight different games i need to come up with eight different franchises so first of all i have gone with sakura from street fighter just because i love her she is one of my favorite characters to play and you probably go what the fuck why not ryu why not ken no it's my list I pick who I want, and I love Sakura. She's absolutely great. Yes, she's not as strong as you, but I just love her character and I love her development throughout the series. Uh, next up, Spider-Man from Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, that's an easy one. Spider-Man is my greatest superhero. I have so much love for Spider-Man. Oh, and I just think I'd, I could have picked Leonardo from the Turtle series. I've just seen Leonardo on my desk. You idiot. I didn't pick Leonardo. I did not pick Leonardo. The list is already set in stone. I did not pick it. Shit. Shit, I could have gone with that. I could have said from the tournament fighters, I could have gone from Justice. You dick. Leonardo's not on that list. Spoiler. Yeah, but Spider-Man, love it. Love Spider-Man, always have. And obviously the other are 
alterations like Scarlet Spider, uh, well, both Scarlet Spiders, if you know the comics very well. Love them, love them. Right, next up, Smash Brothers. And the character I've chose to go with is Captain Falcon. And people are going, what the fuck are you doing picking Captain Falcon of all people? Yes, I main Pikachu, I or Pokemon trainer, aka Red. Why have I gone with Captain Falcon? Um, mainly for one reason, because he has a move which says, show me your moves. And he shouts, show me your moves. And I know 100% of the time, every male who played that game went, uh, did, did he say, show me your moves or show me your boobs? Pretty sure he said, show me your boobs. And I was talking about this recently. I'm so juvenile. I was talking about this recently about Smash Brothers. And they said the same thing. I went, Holy shit, that's hilarious. He did say, show me your boobs. So that's why Captain Falcon is in there. Just so I can have someone just go, show me your boobs, show me your boobs, show me your boobs. Again, I'm not... I'm not here to say I am the focal point of all humanity. I'm a horrendous human being. That kind of sums it up. Going to Tekken. Tekken was always going to be on the list. I've gone with Azuka Kazama. Now, probably thinking, why the fuck have you gone with Azuka? Well, again, she's my main. She's my main. Well, she has been my main since Tekken 5. Where that's going to happen now because June's it back in. Oh, oh June Kazama. Oh, June Kazama's back, and holy shit, she can do some awesome stuff, which she could not do in Tekken 2. Do you know what? Playing Tekken 5 and then going back to Tekken 2 with June, oh, that's a shock. That's a huge shock. But I love Azuka, and I'm so happy that both her and June are in Tekken 8. I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to do myself? It's too much shit to do. All right, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we always know Mortal Kombat's going to be in there. Now, I love Scorpion. I think Scorpion's a great character, but I've not gone for Scorpion. I tried to mix this up a little bit, and I've gone for Sub-Zero. Because Sub-Zero, re- both of them are so iconic. Both of them are so cool. But I just think when it comes to coolness, Sub-Zero is that little bit better. And I, I've always loved his mechanic. And I'm not saying Bihan, so not the first one. I'm talking about the second one, because the first one's a dickhead. He's a knobhead, and technically he's noob cyborg now. So yeah, I know my Mortal Kombat lore, shush. That's uh, quite quite poignant, considering it's poignant, poignant. That's the word I wanted. So yeah, try use big words. Considering we're talking about Mortal Kombat 4 this week. Yeah, see, I know my Mortal Kombat lore. I know what it is. Jumping into King of Fighters series, I've gone with Terry, the, uh, the main character of the Fatal Fury series. I think probably that's a bit bog-standard for, for King of Fighters, but the reason I've done that is I generally like Terry's design. I like his attitude. And after I've seen um, the King of Fighters movies, or sorry, the Fatal Fury movies, it just makes me like him more. Like Those films will be like a main thing of our show at some point because they're so bad, they're good. like They're horrific. The Fatal Fury films, oh my God, they're so horrific. But we will be watching them at some point just for shits and giggles to be honest so i decided to go with terry i like his design and he's a weird one really because you think he'd be like a ryu clone but he's really not he's he plays completely different to ryu so he has like a grant a, a move where he punches the ground and sends fire across it's not like ryu so obviously with the hadokens but this is completely different so i've also then jumped for my seventh character i went to soul caliber and i picked nightmare because nightmare is great he is a great character, and a lot of the story revolves around him with the blade, with the swords. 
And what's to say blades? They were blades when Cervantes had them, but then it became the blade when he had them. And he is a powerhouse. He is a big honking character. And I think you always need that big honking character in some sort of thing. The Street Fighter has it with Ryu. Sorry, with Zangief. Tekken has it with Jack or Kuma. And I think it's you just need some sort of big hulking character. So that's why I decided to go with Nightmare. I thought he fits the bill quite well. And I think he's a quite devastating character at the same time. And my final character I've gone with this is from the Dark Side series. Dark Stalker series. God, it's too early in the morning. The Dark Stalker series. I went with Morrigan. Yeah, make of that what you want. Make her that what you want. You, I, I picked her because she's a good, cool design, main character of the series. I think she's, you know, she's been in quite a lot of other games. Some people are going to argue it's for other reasons. I'm not going to go into those two reasons why it might be, but some people may argue it could be because of them. So there's my list. That's a good question. See, I hope I answered that enough, Blaine. I hope that was a good enough answer for you. Let me know if that was a shit answer and you disapprove of my choices. Some people think I'm an idiot, but I don't care because it's my list. Captain N says, Dud, a thousand, Dud, sorry, Dud, a thousand didgeridoos and are playing your most favorite video game song. What song is that? Uh, that's an easy one. And it's Tazanakand. I love Tazanakand. I think it's a beautiful track. And I want to die to that song. I don't want to say die. I want to have that. You know, when you're being buried. Or not buried. I'll be cremated. When literally they're sending me away. I want that as my my going away song. Maybe I don't want it in didgeridoo form. Um, But yeah. did I found out since I've been in Australia. Random fact. That women aren't allowed to touch didgeridoos. So for the Aboriginal people. It's kind of disrespectful. So it, it's... It's really disrespectful. Uh, it's to do with fertility. I, I, I'm not sure if I've got that 100% right. I think that's what it is. It's to do with fertility. So, yeah, women aren't supposed to or allowed to touch didgeridoo. So, we kind of respected that since we've been living here. So, my wife has never touched didgeridoo just out of respect for the Aboriginal culture. It's theirs. They, it's their, you know, they created it. So, we just kind of gone with it. But, yeah, it's just an interesting fact. Yeah, so, as I said, I would be going with Tizanakand. It's a beautiful song. And hopefully one day, well, hopefully one day, when I eventually pass and leave this world, and you'll all be there watching it on live stream, we'll be having this as I go away as my big song, swan song down. But thank you, um, thank you, Captain M, for making me feel depressed. <laughs> Finally, Chris Copeline says, Chuck's Dud, as an unofficial Australian now, which do you prefer, kangaroo steak or bangers and mash? So if you don't know, I am an unofficial Australian. Because I passed my citizenship test. I'm now just waiting for my presentation when I have to sing the national anthem. Um, as as it comes to kangaroo steak or bangers and mash, bangers and mash all day long. Oh, you give me good mush, mashed potato. You give me good, good some good sausages, like good Lincolnshire sausages. Oh my God. I had some, maybe some baked beans in there as well. Ugh. Bangers and Mash is just such a staple. Oh, my God. I would love a nice, moist, juicy sausage right now. I don't care if you clip that. I don't care. Oh, get it in my mouth. Just, oh. I had sausages yesterday, actually, for a barbecue. Oh, I love them. love them so much. And that is the end of our letter section. Thank you very much, everyone, for writing in. Let's get into our new section. We've got a bit to go through this week. And it's we call patch 62.0. 
So patch 62.0 is our new section where we go through what's been coming on in the gaming world. I'll give you my take on it, whether I think it's good, bad, whatever. So, first of all, some of it to do with gaming. Okay, gaming. Of course it's gaming, you idiot. It's a gaming channel, you moron. I meant fighting games. So, if you don't know, there are three different types of controllers people use for fighting games. There's the, the, the standard controller, which I use. Then there's what's called stick, which is an arcade stick. And there's something called a hitbox controller, which is... I've never seen one, but it's basically rather than using, um, essentially, controllers... Well, a control stick, you need to move left, right. You have buttons to do that. And they're called leverless controllers. But they, they've been around for a while, but again, I've never seen one. or I've never known what I'm looking at if I'm looking at it. But they can use buttons to press for blocks rather than use that lever action of going left. They've now been actually... Well, they have to be updated to be eligible as Capcom are starting to ban them. Because they are the way forward. If you play Hitbox, it's so much easier to play compared to everyone else. So Capcom have said, no, that it's not happening now. We're banning them. Like, personally, I would just ban them outright. I, I think anything without the leverless control, without that, you know, ability to go up, down, left, right, you, you kind of make it quicker because you're pressing a button rather than having to put the control left or up. I think it should be banned. That's me personally. I just get, just fucking get rid of them. You either play with a PS5 whatever controller or you play with a stick. Simple as that. Just ban them. People go, no, I love my hitbox. Stick it up your ass. I don't care. Maybe because I'm just a grumpy old man and the idea of playing something like that just scares me. Like, oh, a new technology. I don't like it. Oh, like, give me my original Sega Mega Drive controller with three buttons. That's what I like to play with. <laughs> I'm just an old man now. Leave me alone. I'm just a grumpy old man. Talking about Capcom. Oh, my word. So allegedly there is a new Street Fighter live action Street Fighter movie in the works and Legendary Entertainment are doing it. Oh, that's all we've got. That's all we've got. Now, as we said earlier when I was talking about Fatal Fury films, I will eventually be doing the Street Fighter film as an episode here. Oh my God, it's so bad. It's so good. I'd like to hope this does well. I really do. But again, I'll bang on that drum. You focus on the source material, it will do well. The last Street Fighter film had no sense of what its source material was. It was just, let's just dick around and have some fun. I suspect this thing is going to, with Capcom's oversight, is going to be more strictly to the plot and about the darker dough and it's going to be Ryu, Ken, Nakuma. I really suspect that's what's going to be. But I just, I don't know how much they can make like Akuma look Demonly, I don't know. CGI is a wonderful thing, and it'll be interesting to see who they pick for the for the characters. I wait to see more news. Will I go see? It? Of course I will. I'm just. I love my Street Fighter. I'm just very excited to go see it and hope it's not a pile of absolute donkey shit. Talking about a film that isn't donkey shit, I went to see the recent Mario film. Holy crap! It's amazing. It's so so good. And the critics absolutely hate it. And I can see why the critics hate it. Because it doesn't ha it's set in the Mario world. And they said, for Mario fans, you know, you're going to love it. I'm like, yes. And? And? Because basically it's not Sonic. That's the best way of putting it. Sonic is a very, very different film to Mario. Where it's all set in the Mushroom Kingdom. It's not set in, like, the Green Hill Zone, whatever. 
And I can see why the critics don't like it. But at the same time, like, shut up. This is for the fans. Like, I wouldn't have complained if they made a Sonic film just for the fans, ultimately. But they, Sonic went down the direction trying to get everybody involved. But this Mario film is for fans only. And I had an absolute great time. Hiccups went with me. She absolutely loved it. She loved Princess Peach, who I thought was really good. They're all good. All the characters are really good. Like, I'm not going to go into it too much because it's going to become an episode of the main show. So I will leave my rants, big rants till then. But the critics, I, I'm so happy that the critics are getting it stuck up their arse. Because if you look at it, Rotten Tomatoes, they've given it really low. Whereas the fans are going in the 90s. And I am really happy about that. But I just to sum it up very quickly, if you do love Super Mario, you will love this film. Simple as that. Simple as that. Now talking about Super Mario, remember that old film? The first one? Oh God, we all remember that. There's been a bit of an interesting story coming out. So the guy who played um, Luigi back at that old one, which was John Luigiamo. I can't know if I pronounced that incorrectly. I apologize. So he's basically saying he will not be watching the new film because, quote, they messed up the inclusion. And going into it more, he said they could have included a Latin character. Like I was groundbreaking and they stopped the groundbreaking. They messed up the inclusion. They disincluded just cast some Latin folk. We're 20% of the population, the largest people of the colour group, and we are underrepresented. I was like, for f- I, uh, I, No! I, absolutely no. I'm sorry. You, not everything needs freaking inclusion. It doesn't. I, I don't get what he's on about. Well, I do, in the sense of, you know, he wants everyone to be absolutely represented, but you don't need that in films. You really don't need it. And I'm sorry, you were only picked for that role when you did Luigi. Not because you were Latino. It had nothing to do with you being Latino. It was the fact that you got a good, good Brooklyn accent. That's the simple reason. It had nothing to do with you being Latino. Like, what? where would you have fit into this? With a Latino, you know, being a Latino character. There isn't one in the Mario world. And if anyone goes, oh, fuck, you know, you racist. Sorry, this is a Japanese company making... Uh... Now, I think in this film, Mario is an Italian. I think he's Italian. I think he's a, him and Luigi are from Brooklyn with an Italian family. But I don't think they are directly Italian. I reckon they are American Italians you know, born there, and there's Harry, it's all the Italian, there's like football stuff in there, but I, that's what I think they are, and again, that's what I've always thought Mario is, he's American-Italian, not like Italian-American, you, you you know what I mean, but I just think John, he's way off the mark on this one, I'm sorry, just, what you want to be voice cast, in what role, in whose role, you do, it's all about the voice. It's all about how it sounds. Like I, I've constantly banged this drum for a long time. Like I wouldn't care in that film if they were all voiced. Every single character was voiced by a white person. Every single character was voiced by a Latino, by someone who was black. I don't care. As long as the voice meets the character, great. I don't sit there and go, oh, well, that person represents 20% of the Byron. He's gay. Uh, he's bisexual, he's uh, Japanese. I don't do that when I watch a film. I go, does that voice sound good? And predominantly in the Mario film, every one bar one, I was like, yeah, they all work. Every single one works bar one. Uh, Cranky Kong. And I I had a great time. I think he's really off the mark. I think he's off the mark. 
I just think I don't believe in inclusion when it comes to films. I just believe in make a good story. That's that's always been my thing. Make a good story, make good characters, and it will come to it. You, the moment you start putting quotas on there, it just becomes an SJW thing, and it's woke bollocks, and it's obvious. It's people might be pissed off with that. They maybe that's my opinion. You know, you can have your own opinion. That's fine. Some people are probably going hoorah in the car, but some people might be going boo. Fine, take it as you will. All right, going on to other things which aren't going to piss people off. Leon is in Ultimate Marvel Capcom 3. Okay, not officially. It's down to mods. And I love mods. Um, He's based on Chris Redfield, but there are differences based on Resident Evil 4 Remake. My God, Ultimate Marvel Capcom 3. The mods in that game. And there's rumors of fourth ones coming. And I think that there's some truth to that. Because why have that as the legacy game? Why now? Why have Marvel Capcom 3 as the legacy game? Why not do Marvel vs. Capcom 2? As that you know, when it comes to Evo, so I think a fourth one could be on the way. But I think people want with this Marvel vs. Capcom, when you get the character select, there's no way to see all the modded characters, and I think that's what they're trying to do is put them all on screen. I do need to start playing that again on a PC because you can play it on the PlayStation, but you need to play it on a PC, and I can, you know, I can download it and I can play it with my PlayStation controller, so I can have such a great time with it. But holy shit, you know, you put the mods in there. Scarlet Spider's in there, Carnage is in there. They just went to town with all the mod. I love it. I love what the modded community can do. It's kind of brought life back into this series, which is great. But I just worry what an Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 4 is going to look like. Because the last one, Infinite, was absolutely dreadful. It was. Don't anyone tell you otherwise. It was absolutely dreadful. Now, things that aren't dreadful and coming soon. Pokemon Stadium is coming! April the 12th, it will be hitting. It's only three more days. It will be on Nintendo Switch. But I know what everyone's saying. Please give us red, blue, yellow so we can put our mons on there. Because I'll tell you now, Pokemon Stadium is nowhere near as fun when you have to use rental Pokemon. It's just not as fun. It really isn't. You need to have the original, you know, your own team in. And that was the beauty of Pokemon Stadium. Rental Pokemon are just a bit shit. Even like the Baby Cup, which was so much fun. You want to use your own Pokemon. There's no way around it, so I hope that gets changed. I hope something happens in the future where they can mix them. And remember, doing online play with your old red and blue teams. Oh, it'd be so good. It would be amazing. Now, change the tone a little bit. This is going to be interesting. Christopher Judge, the guy who plays Kratos, who was in Stargate, and I love him. He was um, calling for the community to be nice to each other at the recent BAFTAs, which is in UK, the Game Awards. He won Best Performer, which is probably always going to happen, and he said he wanted people to come together. Basically, he wanted the end of the console wars. He said, be easy on each other. You all have more in common than what separates you. No matter what platform you love, no matter what game you love, you're still part of the gaming community and give each other a break. You know what? I get it. I do get it. Gaming is at that stage now where the console wars are not what it was like in the 90s, like when... I grew up when we were all like, you're fucking Nintendo, fuck you Sega. And then obviously Crash Bandicoot comes along and is like, fuck both of you. But, you know, and I get it, we shouldn't be so hated. If you've got an Xbox, great. you got a PlayStation, great. you got a PC, fuck you. But I kind of like the war. <laughs> I like the bitterness. Maybe because I'm a bitter old man now, I just... 
I'm not saying we all get on the battlefield and start throwing controllers at each other, but maybe I like the uh, Xbox is shit, uh, Sony shit. I know we're all adults now, but just imagine like, you know, like all mid 30 year olds in their trenches to the hat zone going, fucking Microsoft, fuck you. Fuck you, God of War. Fuck Halo. <laughs> we got Spider Man. We got Last of Us, not part two. Fuck that. We got other ones. <laughs> Oh, I'm just very mature. That should be a t-shirt design. I need to start making these designs. I really do. But Jesus, and the pocket pussy. Oh, I've been trying to work that out all week, how to make that into a t-shirt. Uh, I told my wife, and she just looked at me like, you're not even funny. And she said, I am funny. It is funny. She just looked at me as if I was disappointing it more so than usual. But I was like, this is funny. <sighs> Terrible. All right, two more stories to go into. Two more stories. Now, remember last week I went on a bit of a rant about the Pokemon card game and what happened because someone broke the diversity or the inclusion, whatever policy, and it pissed me off. And I'm not going to go back over a rant about that because I kind of did that last week. Pokemon have come out and said, um, Pokemon program is founded on the principles of mutual respect and creating a welcome space for all players, professors, parents, staff, and spectators alike. In response to recent events, we're investigating the most effective ways to keep the community informed about significant changes and incidents concerning play Pokemon activities. Our community and our partners in upholding the integrity of the program and to provide better support, we recognize the importance of increasing transparency and evaluating our processes. We appreciate your patience as we work towards evolving our program policies and the partnership. In the spirit of the game and our community, we appreciate everyone continuing to support one another with honor and respect. Thank you. So basically... Nothing. That's a fluff post. Because you can tell, they're like, oh shit, shit hit the fan last week. We don't know how to handle it. What the fuck? I know it's a very tricky subject. I know it is. But they're going to have to be very careful on that one. But that's a bullshit post. Maybe we might get more, um, you know, updates soon. And I'll say, when it comes, I'll say. But for now, that's just a bullshit post trying to cover their arse in the sense of we're looking into it. And nothing else more. Finally, the last story of the day, which made me laugh so much. Um, Monster Energy. Now, I do like a monster drink. I have the non-sugar versions, uh, which is like the silver ones. Holy shit. They went after... I don't know why they were doing this, but they started putting, like, trademark uh, complaints in... This is in Japan. To uh, everyone. They went after Capcom, probably for Monster Hunter. They went after Pokemon for Pocket Monsters. Like, what are you fucking playing at? They probably went after Monster Munch, the crisps in the UK. Uh, what are you playing at? They got they all got thrown out quite quickly. Because they are, their probably thing is, we're monster, this is our trademark, and everyone else with the word monster stealing it. I was like, shut up. Shut up. Considering Pokemon came out in 95, and you didn't come out until 2002, I think you've got not a leg to stand on there, mate. I don't know why, who thought that was a good idea. I, I don't think you need publicity. Your things are everywhere. I don't understand. I really don't have the logic on that one. But fair enough. Fine. But it just made me laugh. I was like, God, someone would have been laughing to the bank over that one. The lawyers were like, ah, oh, free money. Great. Absolutely great. Some fucking morons, aren't they? All right. That is everything to do with our news section. Let's go into our free section for everyone, which is stick it up, you ginjo. Uh-huh. Thank you. 
So Stick It Up With Jinjo is available for everyone. You don't have to be on Patreon. You don't have to be subscribed. You just have to have Twitter because I put a post up and I want to hear your gaming wins and losses. We got one comment this week from the Night of the Living podcast. They said, trying to solve a puzzle in God of War and my piece of shit son won't stop trying to give me the most vague, unhelpful hints. Shut up, you little bitch, and let Big Daddy Rage Machine try to figure out how to break this wall because hitting it isn't working and that's all I'm good at. Now, I read that. I read that, and as I mentioned, a lot of you probably hearing that probably thought, oh, he's giving shit to his actual son. And that's how I read it. His son's being a little bitch going, Daddy, Daddy, try this. Daddy, Daddy, try that. Apparently, no. He had to come out and say, no, I meant Kratos' son. I'm like, no, no, you've done it now. It's your own kid. You're literally shouting at them because they're doing fuck all in the house, just annoying you. And I get it. Kids can do that. Mine will do it as well. Daddy, try this. Shut up. No, you do not know the ways of the video game. You are not even old enough to buy a video game. Like, she goes into the shops and picks up the Paw Patrol. Put the fuck that down. You're not playing Paw Patrol. You don't even know how to hold a switch yet. Put it down. And I can imagine your son. No, not the game one. No, it's definitely real life. You piece of shit father. Literally. <laughs> Shut up, you little bitch. Imagine saying that. And the wife hearing it. What the fuck? What do you say to him? No, nothing. Nothing. Wasn't me. Backtracking immediately. Oh, I love that. Thank you very much. That made me chuckle. And I told you, it's not it's not your gaming son. It's your real son. I know. You don't have to explain yourself. It's I got you. I got you. All right. Let's move on into our final section of the day, which is for Patreon members, which is called Survive or Die. Hey, listen. Now, Survive or Die is where basically, 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 I give you guys either a choice. It could be of two gaming franchises, two games, two characters, two mechanics, two anything. And they are standing in front of Mr. Jeffrey D. Morgan, who is now possessing Shao Kahn's hammer. And he basically is going to smash one of their brains into oblivion. I have my own choice. Maybe you guys can persuade me. It has happened now. So I want to hear your guys' opinion and we work out which ones are, the, are going to get their brain smashed in. So this week, considering we're talking about Mortal Kombat 4, I put it up against its main competitor at the time when it came to the 90s and it, they're trying a, tre- um, a 3D game. And it was Street Fighter EX Alpha Plus. So, two fighting games which were trying the 3D realm, jumping from that 2D world. Not necessarily doing very well, but they were trying. So, I've got a few comments here. We've got, let's go through them all. All right, Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Surprisingly, I played both these games and overall, they're okay at best. Whilst I think Street Fighter EX plus Alpha is better, Mortal Kombat 4 has some cheesy-ass videos in a Mortal Kombat game, so it will survive due to the cheese. Yeah, I go into that in this episode of how the cheesy videos are so fucking cheesy. They're funny. And you can have that. (laughs) Yes, there is that. Because there is. I'm not going anymore into it because we talk about it. Me and David talk about it. Chris Copling says, Street Fighter EX Plus is a legit. I love this game. It has an amazing soundtrack that's worth listening to on its own. Plus, the new characters and unique take on old characters perform is refreshing and also give me more of that bad bitch Blair. MK4, that game sucks, looks and plays like shit. It gets to Shao Kahn hammer itself. 
He's not even in it. He's not even in it. Shao Kahn's not in this game. Imagine if he just got the, the cartridge, gets the hammer, and just does the yeah, just does the job itself. Yeah, so Street Fighter EX Alpha, there was a lot of new characters because it was made by a completely different company. Now, they had to kind of break away. They lost the Street Fighter license, but they had those characters, so they made their own games. We're looking at you, Skullamania. I think is that his name? He was the one who stood out more than anything, I think. Captain N says, oh, for, for, I just dread when I read Captain N's comments. I'm not a fighting game fan because I didn't like things I'm not immediately good at. This is why I failed out on Mario Teacher's typing and became a stripper instead. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, you can't play Mario Teacher's typing. Oh, we've got a strip. Nothing else I can do. So with that, I'll be using classic Captain N logic standard to make my choices street fight oh for fuck's sake street fighter equals 13 letters multiple combat equals 12 letters because of reasons mentioned above i'm going to choose mortal combat to survive as it takes less effort to type out oh for fuck's sake you people you know i was speaking to two mates yesterday about the patreon and they were like oh do people ask you questions and say oh, yeah they do but they're sort of bollocks like this and I have to read it out. Jesus Christ. And finally, Dave McGuinness says, Much like Captain N, I'm not much of a fighting game guy, but one thing I do know about, there are 80 billion different types of Street Fighter games and 20 billion Mortal Kombat games. So bye-bye Street Fighter X Alpha Plus Beta and a pickle. Oh, sorry, now read that. I mis misread that. Street Fighter EX Girlfriend Alpha Plus Beta and a pickle. There we go. I read that correctly. <laughs> I should do a thing about how many Street Fighter games there are, because, yeah, you are right. There are a fucking shit ton of Street Fighter games, aren't there? Fucking hell. You people. <laughs> so we've got two two getting rid of Mortal Kombat and two getting rid of, Mortal, of Street Fighter. Well, I am going to go with... I am going with... Oh, hang on. I read that wrong. Three of you said Mortal Kombat. Just uh, I forgot Blaine went because of the cheese, and one said with um, was Chris with of uh, the Street Fighter. I am going to go with Street Fighter. Cause Mortal Kombat Force fucking shit. I don't care what you say. Yes, it's got cheesy videos. It's fucking shit. It's terrible. I had to play this for you. I know it's Easter here. I know Jesus died for my souls. I was dying for you playing Mortal Kombat Four. Have, I'm banging on my chest. Have I have that pain inside of me? Remember that. Terrible, terrible game. Blech. Makes me sick. So I am smashing Shao Kahn Hammer, and getting Jeffrey to do that, and he still needs to Google the AI to see if I can get him to do an AI thing because I'm not going to get Jeffrey D. Morgan to do a voiceover. Am I? Come on, let's be silly. But thank you all for playing. It does make me laugh reading your comments. So what have I been up to? Uh, work, Mario movie, football. Played yesterday in the heat. Died. Came back. Risen for this podcast. Uh, now, apart from that, not much. What have I been playing? I've been playing a bit more Chained Echoes, Rocket Knight, a bit more Pokemon, uh, Mario Golf. Oh. So David's asked me to play Mario Golf again. Oh, I forgot how good that game is. I just, I don't do weed, but if I did, Mario Golf would be the game to play. Just, oh, just nice little cozy game of golf. No anger. Just, oh, just going on the green. Oh, what a game. And Metroid Dread. 
I want because I'm going through the backlog slowly but surely. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to try and get through Metroid Dread and give it a good go. All right, that's what I've been up to. I'm going to give you guys the chance to sound off before we get into our main game. So Chris Copling says, <laughs> "Well, he didn't. He left the poo emoji." So I know Chris's thoughts on Mortal Kombat 4, and he left the poo emoji. So I made that immature <laughs> noise because like Meg, <laughs> Meg, <laughs> Meg, 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 Meg. <laughs> Yes, we all know I'm mature. Come on now. And finally, Captain N says... <sighs> Captain N says, After the first three Mortal Kombat games, Midway decided to make a fourth and a couple of green more. You're a piece of shit. You're a dickhead. Oh, what a way to move on to this. All right. That's enough bullshit from all of us. Come on, let's get into the main game. Uh, I was joined this week by David Petrangelo from the Remember 64 podcast. Go have a listen to his shows. He is solely 64. He's a good guy. I think he's a really good guest. I think he works really well. I like his voice. I like it when I get a good voice um, because it just it just sounds good. My voice sounds terrible. It's like a cat dying. Like, that's, that's how I feel it is. But we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it on this pile of shit. I'm going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Mr. David Petrangelo are talking about Mortal Kombat 4, which came out on pretty much every console in September the 15th, 1998. Fuck me, I'm old. Making the debut to the show is David Petrangelo from Remember 64 Podcast. How are you, sir? I am I am very good, man. I'm very good. I'm really happy to be on your show as uh, you previously uh, made your debut on Remember 64 not too long ago as well. This is really exciting. Yes, yes, because I came on your show and I thought your voice was very sexy. And I thought, well, this is a sexy voice. This will work very well with me. And we had a good conversation about um, going on. I thought, well, I'll return the favor and you can come bitch on my show for a bit. <laughs> well, here, just giving each other a pat on the back. It's all good. I, I, you know what? Um, I, I'm Like I've mentioned in the episode as well of our show, um, of, of Remember 64, I'm, I'm happy to play games that are, that are just like off my radar and not that not that this game in particular is but going on really was and um I'm, I'm glad that we got a chance to play that and and be able to sort of record something together and have an experience like that because now we can do something like this and just high fives uh, all around this is great well this isn't a game we're going to in- well i'm not going to enjoy but before we get into this shit show of a game which is Mortal Kombat 4 uh, I want to say congratulations to you. I, I don't know when this is going to be coming out, but at the time of recording, it's your one-year anniversary. That's right. Yeah, uh, right at the end of February of 2023. So regardless of when this episode hits the airwaves, as they say, uh, it will be the one-year anniversary of the first sort of, I would say, official episode or level of Remember 64, um, where uh, I sat down and talked about uh, collecting retro video games and all that for the, for the first one, and then uh, went into going through the library after that. So thank you very much. Um, I'm surprised that I've made it a year, and I'm surprised that anyone's listening, but I'm happy to uh, to continue this uh, crazy adventure on this crazy console. It's great, isn't it? And you're now <laughs> learning about this game, which I brought to you, um, yes. which was Mortal Kombat 4. Yes. Now, um, do, do you do you have experience with this game? I previously? do have experience with this okay. game because I, right. I love me a fighting game. 
I love me a fighting game. I really do. And I saw... Because this is the time when 3D fighters were starting to become the thing. Yeah. And yeah. I had to get my mummy to help rent this game because it's an 18. I wasn't yep. 18 when it came out. Um, I think I think it was 97, 98. So I would have been about 12 when this game came out. Yeah. They're like, mummy, mummy, I need you to rent this game for me, please. It has um, blood in it. Can I play it? It, it has blood in it. <laughs> people exploding. And she did. She didn't even question it. She went, okay, nice. son, I, I love you. And she just got it for me. I was like, okay, mum, you have no sense of parental responsibility here at all. <laughs> You're not even checking, are you? You're not even checking. No, just get a... No, f- you've obviously not read about how dangerous this game is. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you hear about how dangerous it was and how the blood was taken away for the first one when it went to the Nintendo console? Come on, come on. There's a history yeah. here. <laughs> oh, my mother probably just having a few smokes. That's what she was doing. Now, have you? Did you ever play this game or did you play it recently for this show? Well, I definitely replayed it over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, picked some fights, so to speak, uh, here and there. But as far as the Mortal Kombat goes in general, for the most part, my, ex- my experience comes from the earlier games and the more yeah. recent ones. So this one is somewhere in the middle, the sort of late 90s uh, semi-3D plane. I had some experience, but I honestly don't remember if it was with this one or the one right after it. So mostly the the strictly 2d experiences not that this is drastically in a in a 3d world so to speak but um this one's probably the one that i played one of the ones that i played the least out of the entire series uh as i was growing up before i revisited over the last couple weeks yeah it definitely was for me and this was one of the ones that i didn't play the most I, i i rented it once and that was the end for me and i didn't then come back to mortal kombat until 9 10 11 yeah you know what mine's probably about the same honestly like when they started to really like i know i played the one i think it's like mortal kombat versus dc or something which came by came out like maybe four or five years after this one something like that anyways um i remember playing that because like oh that's a cool concept it's kind of like marvel versus capcom but two different you know uh franchises headbutting and uh i remember having fun with that but that was sort of the start of the new type of mortal kombat i would say um, that has yeah. come out in the last little while. And like 10, 11, those ones, they're really good games. Um, oh, I mean, hard to compare incredible. those to this, but yeah, those games are awesome. So yeah, so four is probably, I mean, I know I probably did the same thing where I rented it a few times at the most, or at least a friend did anyway, regardless of, of that, or, or it was arcades maybe that I played some and stuff. But like the main thing that stands out to me at this game of my memory of it is honestly the... Um, the cover art with Goro on the front. <laughs> That's oh, what yeah, I remember Goro's, the most. <laughs> he's on the front and you can't even play him? You can't even play as him? <laughs> everyone what knows who fuck? he is at this point. Yeah, everyone knows who he is at this point, but it's just like this, you know, this four-armed monster and it's like he's just there to set dress the the box art and that's yeah, it <laughs> that's all he is and the thing is like okay so there's there is a plot as usual mortal kombat games they do try and is this there? was about is there? There, there is there, <laughs> this was about a character called shinnok who mm. was a banished elder god and is basically after this amulet to restore his power and with his little helper guy quan g and Quan G is basically the shitster of the whole series. And basically the the good guys are basically trying there to stop Shinnok. That's 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 the plot, basically. Sure. Stop the bad and guy. Sure. Stop the bad guy. Now the thing is, so there's a there's a lot of new characters. So there were fifteen characters to choose from, and a lot of them were brand new. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is a shock. 
So you had Jarek from the Black Dragon, who essentially was just Kano. Um, Kai, who was a Shaolin monk. Quan Ji, who is pretty cool. Reiko, who's a general. I liked him. Shinnok. And Tanya, who was like this woman from Adina. And the problem I had with that was that not many of them were likable. <laughs> um, and they, they do it. And Shinnok being a character from the, from the off... I was like, hang on, that kind of makes you devalues you a little bit as the big antagonist when right. you can't use Goro and Shao Kahn wasn't is still wasn't available in Mortal Kombat 2. So why are you is he you know, why is Shinnok available from the off? Should be a secret character at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you with that for sure. I think um I'm trying to find uh which character it was here. Uh Fu is it Fujin? Fujin. He's the wind god. The wind god, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's funny? I was like, I don't recognize this guy at all, and he is one of the one of the new ones. Um, he he uh, sort of broke my brain a little bit. I'm like, I, where have I seen this guy before? And it's in. And I looked it up after I was playing it in the Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub Zero game, which was out for the 64 and for PlayStation. Yes. And that is, I think that is very well known to be a not not very good game as far as I know, and I'm excited to play that. <laughs> yeah, I've bad. I've never played that, and Neither I've been instructed, <laughs> go play it to see how yeah. shit it is. I'm like, oh, okay. But but now that like he's a character that popped up in one of the mainline games, I'm like, oh, I'm interested to at least see, because that's sort of like an adventure-ish game. I know I'm talking about a different game now, but I was just like, yeah. oh, that guy, yay, I've seen like screenshots of him in that other game and stuff. Um, I, I do like how this is one of the titles that probably, until they got into like later titles, um, uh, you know, much later on, this is one of the ones with, with probably the, the most, if not the most, new characters. And that's always fun to have in a, in a fighting game, I think. It, it, it's risky. It's risky. <laughs> that too, and that too, it, sure. It, it's risky in the sense of, You've got to make sure you've got good, good new characters. And I felt it didn't have that. I felt a lot of these mm. characters, like, people didn't like. Like, who the fuck is Kai? Jarek? Boring. Tanya? Boring. Just... T- Tanya's, Tanya's pretty... Yeah, not not great. I mean, like, this is this is also, like, the version of, like, the returning characters that are, like, I would say so-so. But again, none of them do anything drastically different from the previous titles i think that's a big problem like you're mentioning the new characters unless they do something really flashy and different like yeah okay like fujin is the wind god okay yeah there's a couple moves based around wind but really not not really and then the returning characters they all they just all do the same moves they're just now polygons instead of on a 2d plane and yeah it's it's fine but it's also just just play trilogy or just play three instead. Yeah, that say. that's the thing. I'd say just play three. And the yeah. one like of the returning characters who disappointed me the most is Reptile. And oh yeah. When I looked at him, I was like, Who's that that's Reptile? What the fuck? <laughs> this this is the version of Reptile where he literally just looks like a lizard with a yeah. semi human mouth. Like that's that's what it is. Like they, they went that direction, yeah. <laughs> They went that, and I, I get it. Like if you played like later games, like nine, especially like ten, eleven, you you get like Ermac Rain, and they don't just look like palette swap ninjas. Although I do love the fact you can get their ninja costume, and I get what they were trying to do. But still, like I like my ninjas. I don't care if it's the same character with palette swaps. I don't give a shit. Give I know. Ninjas. I I'm the same way with these. Like this is one of the few instances. This is like 
like Mortal Kombat in general, I would say, is like, you know, the three with Scorpion, Sub-Zero and, and Reptile. Like, I'm fine with the fact that they are just different colors and their moves are just slightly altered. I'm yes. fine with that because it's sort of like it's sort of like when you're a fan of the Ninja Turtles. Everyone has their favorite, yeah. you know, it, everyone has their favorite of these three, I would say. And uh, depend and regardless of which game it is, it, part of it is just because they all look the same and their moves are slightly different. And it's like, yeah. you know, pick a side and that's it. There's nothing wrong with that. Just nothing wrong with no. that, I think. And then eventually <laughs> they, they bring in like they bring in rain. They bring in. Um, so rain is purple as in purple rain. Very clever. Right. Um, Ermac, the red, because of the coding, um, he's the red one. Then you've got um, what's the there's the there's smoke who's smoke. Gray. That's it. That's what I was thinking. Smoke was always I, smoke was my favorite once he was in there. Smoke was cool. Yeah. Then was there really was cool. Noob Cybot, who is yep. in this game. Noob Cybot is a, is uh, in this game. He was just a black ninja. Yep. I think there was a um, brown ninja as well called has it havoc i can't remember he was like the earth oh that's definitely a character i don't i can't recall what he looks like offhand i can i can look it up and stuff but yeah there's yeah for sure yeah for sure um now i guess i guess the, the the main thing is how this game plays compared to i think compared to previous ones but also just compared to other like 3d fighters and stuff it plays like shite yeah, like the the problem is characters are not uh, uh, color swapped ninjas are not. It, it plays like a two D game. It's but with a slight variation because you can step left or right, and that's their yeah. They tried. They went 3D. The, They went into the Z axis. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. It's I I tried to use it more. I'm like, oh, maybe that's a good dodge or whatever. But to get your timing down and to be able to to like utilize that is not easy and not that pleasant. I, I just, I found like, why didn't they just keep this as a 2d game? Like it really, it didn't bring anything to it or nothing meaningful at least. And I was disappointed about that because like I said, or like we both said, this is a game that we haven't, we didn't play that much growing up. And I was like, Oh cool. This is the early version of the 3d fighter. Let, let's see how they did this first. And really they didn't, do much no they, they they didn't they they tried to do like the z-axis thing so yeah as you said left and right but the problem was it, it just didn't feel right and they basically because mortal kombat has fireballs and stuff like that it yeah. made them obsolete and um, because everyone would just dodge and was like oh okay it was like so dark fireballs just became useless and this is exactly why games like tekken do not have fireballs because they would just they just don't work and this is exactly why tekken versus street fighter did not happen because street fighter (laughs) is so heavily dominated by fireballs it just yeah projectiles yeah there's tons of them yeah but again in a game like mortal kombat it's like it does have projectiles and then they try i i'll give it that they tried but it just doesn't work yeah for sure but now now you say that you can dodge the projectiles, but that would in, that would require you to be decent at this game, and that is not me. So I think no, part that's of not my... me either. <laughs> I am I just was... I, I don't know what it is about fighting games in general, and something about like I think I can I, Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom is a series that I played a decent amount, and it's still very fast and frenetic, and I'm not I'm not great at it or anything, but I'll I'll, I'll hold my own against some of the the CPU controlled opponents and stuff. The second I play someone who knows what they're doing, I'm screwed. But I found I found there's a little bit it's maybe it's a little bit more forgiving or something. I don't know what it is, but then when it comes to like Mortal Kombat 
or or newer Street Fighters or whatever, like this this title specifically, man, I, I like it could be the easiest opponent. I could get a couple of decent shots in, and I just barely won every time. I don't know if that's programming or or a combination of programming and me just sucking, but man, I am shit at fighting games, and this was a perfect example of that because I barely won my fights. I gotta tell you. <laughs> I think Mortal Kombat is the one I'm the weakest on. Um, yeah. Street Fighter and Tekken are the ones I'm good at. Like I, I Tekken, you have to have a different grip if you're playing on a PlayStation controller. Ah, okay. It's weird Tekken, you play it like a crab. Um, but Street Fighter, I oh god, I can't wait for Street Fighter Six. Like I, I, I can't wait for Evo. Like they announced Evo yesterday, who's going to be in the lineup, and so Mortal Kombat Eleven was there. Ultimate, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three is there. It's like yes. Oh my- fucking god um, so <laughs> yeah that, that, what does that tell you about fighting games when your your sequel doesn't get in but your prequel does it's like oh yeah 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 there you go that's <laughs> something that, you've actually put mortal kombat 4 i actually saw a mortal kombat 4 arcade machine for the first time and when i was back in england and i went nope not even i was with my friend rob and we played one two and three i went i'm not even touching four back no, no. i actually yeah. said and he was like why aren't we playing four so it's shite and yeah. people can have a go at me and say, no, it's a good game. No, it's not. And there were so many things that were wrong with it. Like the fact that, yeah, as you said, we talked about fireballs. The fact that the lighting was terrible. Like, I don't know what they... Graphically, the characters looked terrible. The lighting looked terrible. The stages just were broken. You could fall through them or go. you could see around the walls. I was like, this just looks broken, buggy. Yeah, it's like the... For for a big name game, and I know this was like I think this was technically a port of the arcade version, yes, so it it's is. not like yeah, it is. yeah. So I so you know there's there's some difficulty in that, and there's some difficulty in having the the N sixty four cartridge be what you have to work with, and so I, I I get that to a certain extent, but yeah, I noticed like when you're trying to flip the camera around, or like when you're sort of taking your side steps and stuff, you like the background sort of clip a little bit, or your character looks like he's maybe off a bit or whatever. I. I was fine with the character models, like the way that their bodies looked and everything, like the, the sort of representation that they had. Um, but there was just nothing else to it that I was like, wow, this looks like a great game. It's it's still somewhat early in the console and it is a port. So I, I forgive it a little bit, but I feel like they definitely could have had a little bit more fidelity to like the stages because like with most of the fighting games and with, with some of the more combat games that the stages are interesting. They're supposed to be crazy and all over the place and, and sort of like super unrealistic and, and over the top. And only a couple of them felt that way in this game to yeah. me. And, and, and mind you, you know, I played a lot of the same ones over and over because I wasn't very good and didn't get very far, but I also uh, would have appreciated a little bit more like, I don't know, fire in the background or, or or some sort of objects falling from from the in yeah. the back or whatever like just something simple you know to just add more depth to it and the stages just didn't really have that so i don't know no they didn't and it wasn't until you you got mk gold which was the dreamcast version and they basically made it the it was the arcade version and you got extra fighters as well but that came too late because this is now an n64 game playstation game on a dreamcast Right, and you're like, oh, there were so much more better games available at that. It's time. It's like so- three, four, five years later. Like it's just not yeah. not the right timing and everything. And and the other thing too is, um, 
part of the gameplay part of this, I, I forgot to mention this a few minutes ago, is that like I noticed there's certain moves that because I'm used to playing the older ones, like one and two especially, um, uppercuts used to be like the move. You know, like oh, that's yeah. like Mortal Kombat's almost known for the uppercut and how like intense it feels and how much damage it does. They do nothing in this game. I don't know if it's just this one, but because it felt like an older game, I was like, oh, I'm going to try the uppercut a few times and, you know, get a, a few cheap shots in if I have to. And I was like, this is doing nothing. Like, what's the point? No. Well, they, they, I got nothing out of it. They tried to do uh, more combo based and get you really into combos. And like, I was shit when it comes to Mortal Kombat combos. But the problem is, <laughs> I don't know if you know, there was a damage cap. Yes, like, yes. It's like, I've never seen that in a video game, ever. Like, basically, once you get to 40% of your health, or a base of their health, in one combo, it stops. And I've never seen that, ever. doesn't matter if you hit them a million times, it will cap at 40. I said, I have never, ever seen that, and never will see it again. It's like, that's a stupid feature. It's, it's I guess it's their, it, it's the quote-unquote easier way of trying to balance things, I guess, yeah. in a way. And I think maybe that's I, I've, you're you're right. I think maybe that has a has something to do with the uppercut part as well, right? Because only certain moves will do a certain percentage. It's like, oh, you got a great combo. It's like four hits and it does four percent. I'm like, well, yeah. Was it great or was it just kind of cool because you told me it was cool? Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the problem they had was like if you play old Mortal Kombat games, like any move, like a punch, does so much damage so yeah. quickly. Yeah. And they were like, right, okay, we need to find a way to make these fights last a bit longer. And so that was probably their way of doing it. But you could still do, like, insane amounts of damage. Like, through there were rocks like sometimes on the floor. You could throw them as projectiles. Because, yep. obviously, big boulders mean nothing to humans and people. <laughs> and could, like, the strength needed to... Like, they, these boulders are, like, world's strongest men boulders. And they just pick them <laughs> up like they're basically like, cotton candy. Yeah, cotton candy, <laughs> Uh, there, there were the um, the weapons introduced. Oh, fuck the weapons! Yeah, the so as weapons. far as far as I know, this is the first one that had weapons, and it's yeah. it's pr- it's pretty limited. I I forgot that it had it, and I think it was maybe like my third or fourth match in total when I when I picked this back up a couple weeks ago, and I was, and I and I did honestly, I did the I did the pick up your weapon combo or whatever it is that you need to pull out your weapon by accident, and I was like, whoa, yeah. oh. Oh, snap. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, what do I do? And then I got hit and dropped it. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, just, you're like, oh. But here's the thing. It's like, oh, Skate Scorpion, I'm just going to whip out this axe out of my pocket. It's like, oh, yeah. bullshit. All right, Hermione. <laughs> All right, you just whipped something out of the magic Well, I, I, feel like, I feel like that's a you problem because now you're looking for realism in Mortal Kombat. Come on. <laughs> well, I am. I, I look for my games. I look at the Quan Chi. One of his fatalities is ripping off someone's leg and beating it to death. I yes. like that. I like yep. the, you know, the, the very interesting, but I like my sense of realism in these things. And yes, to just be able... But this thing, you can pull our sword out of nothing and then drop it. So now you can see how big this object is. That was apparently in your pocket. I was like, that is bullshit. Someone has a mini pockets. I like my realism. Thank you very much. Man, it, it was the late 90s, early 2000s era. Everyone had cargo pants, even if it didn't look like it. So I think that's probably where the sword and the axes were being stowed. So <laughs> Definitely. And the thing is, like you, you, you were saying earlier, like it just... It struggles a little bit, but there are things which do make it quite funny. Like, it had voice acting in, um, and some of the endings were absolutely hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, My God. I watched Jarek's ending, and it was hilarious. Like, basically, yes. he en- 
he ends up he he goes Sonya throws him off a cliff and then he actually survives that throws Sonya off a cliff and then Jax throws him off a cliff <laughs> so I watched this one too I didn't get to like I didn't I didn't experience it myself but I definitely looked a couple up this is a hundred percent the one that stood out to me <laughs> it's great it's the way like Jared just gets thrown or Jared gets thrown off a cliff he's like blah, 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 and then. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like literally, he gets thrown off by Zonya and then literally hear the, the sound go, blah, 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 and then does the ultimate Hihachi Spider-Man so quick <laughs> to throw her back. I'm like, bullshit. He was definitely about 30, 40 feet down. Oh, um, easily. <laughs> easily, but he somehow Spider-Maned his way back up there in record time to throw her back. I was like, that Where was that move when bullshit. you were fighting? <laughs> Yeah, where was the Spider-Man move? And then literally gets up like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, that was it, yeah, because in his ending, he just goes, hmm, 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 and walks off like, I've done it. But then if you pick Jax's ending, you see Jax turn up and go, hey, Jarek, the fuck, fuck cunt. And then he just throws him off as well. He says, he says no, you're meant to be, you, you got, this is police brutality. He's like, no, this isn't police brutality. It's a fatality. It's like, yes. um are you okay so we we've you mentioned fatality just reminds me like obviously mortal kombat is known for their over-the-top stuff and all that are you someone who can pull off fatalities like that it's not never mind like do you like them or not in this because i think most of them are, are decent i looked i looked a few up and got a couple against me but i cannot for the life of me pull these things off yeah, i don't know I if it's the controller i don't know what it is but ju- yeah like just in general i'm not great at doing them but i definitely couldn't do it in this game myself so i had to look them all up and then lose a couple fights and get a couple fatalities against me so um as, as so a kid you can't I, pull I it off either do them. no yeah. as a kid i couldn't do them and this thing i didn't know how and it wasn't until um myself and raging demon covered um mortal kombat 2 and right. went back onto fight case and fucking i love fight case oh fight case <laughs> <laughs> and I start to play, we played a bit of Mortal Kombat 2, and I managed to work out, ah, oh, that's how you do it. I was like, yay, fatality. Um, but then I realized how brutally hard that game was. I went, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. I should have actually, I, should, I don't know if this is on Fight K2. I should have um, exa- I should have gone for a dig to see if, they, I don't think it is. And uh, a lot of the 3D fighters are on there, aren't on there, but I would have given this a go. Now, I, I was saying about the characters, because they said where there was a story, because there's no Johnny Cage in this. Because um, he actually dies in the events of Mortal Kombat Three. He so that's why. No, yeah, he is in this. Yeah, he is in this. Is he? Yeah, he's a. I mean, he's the dude with the glasses. Is he in this one? Yeah, man, he's like in the. Um, he's like in the. I think he was in the the top row or the middle row of characters or whatever. I don't think he's unlockable. I don't like. I think he's there from the beginning. Hang on. Uh, well, there's me chatting about absolute bullshit. I didn't think. No, there he is. Yeah, yeah, he's there. I just looked up the the picture. He's in the middle in the middle row. Oh, he's in this right. one. Yeah, yeah, he's in this one. Why yeah. do I think he wasn't in this one? Because I know he dies at some point. Uh, yeah, but again, you're looking for story. Uh, a... <laughs> when did he? Because he does die. Because the thing is, in Mortal Kombat 10, um, yeah. Because Luke Hang's not in it. Um, well, he is, but he's dead. Um. <laughs> Johnny Cage because like the main character and he basically beats Shinnok. Um, oh, is that what it is? Shinnok? Okay. I don't. I I don't beats, remember. No, no beats, fighting game stories, regardless of what they are, register with me. Not gonna lie, they just don't. Some are. I I try and follow, 
Bloody hell, right. Okay, I'm on the Wikipedia for Johnny Cage now. And then if you go down yeah. to the bottom and it goes see also, and it goes Dan Hibiki. Why is it going from Dan to from Johnny Cage to Dan? That's just freaking random. <laughs> um, now, that is so random. Now, the thing is, I don't like how this game looks. I, I know it's it's got its fatalities, right? but it just doesn't feel as fluid. It, the combos don't feel as fluid. The blood looks silly. Um, and I saw that back in the day, this game got really good reviews. And I was like... I did. I, I looked up some reviews too. I was like, wait a second. Why is this getting like... Like, I can't remember which... I, I, there was maybe a couple. Sorry, I cut you off. But I was like... That's all I, right. I don't, I don't understand how some of these reviews said oh this is the best fighting game for the console i know it's early in the console but there's no way that this is the only like top-notch one for the 64 at this time i i find that hard to believe well this is the thing and because it did come off the playstation as well but right i was trying to think i was like okay hang on this is not too long into the console's life i said surely there were other fighting games and because people say, oh, as you said, it's an arcade port, so I'll give it some leeway. And here's sure. where I'm going to say to a lot of its things, to it being an arcade port, to being how it looks, to having new characters. And all I ever say to that is Tekken 3. Because Tekken Fair 3 enough. came out roughly the same time on both arcade and on console. And Tekken 3 holds up today. Tekken 3 came out the same year. So there's so there's that. Um it's very, very close together. So in North America, at least, um, it came out before this game did, uh, earlier yeah, in the year, exactly. Tekken 3. What Tekken 3 is one of the you? only Tekken titles that I that I actually played. I'm not a huge Tekken person, but I'm also not just a generally huge fighting game person. But yeah, you're right. That's It's a perfect point to make because it's like, well, it's clear that this can get done and better. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I think MK tried that Z-axis thing, and that's what messed them up. And I know... I know that people can say, and they will, that, that when they first started making this project, that they weren't, the 3D things weren't made, they were still there. But we've seen it, there was Tekken, Tekken 1, Tekken 2 had already been out. Virtual Fighter 1 and 2 had already been out. So mm-hmm. it, there was stuff there for groundwork to, to, to work on. And I just, I won't hear an argument. I will not hear an argument that to say that, oh, it was, you know, the arcade port and, oh, it should look like this. It's like, no, fuck it. Tekken 3 came out and Tekken 3 was perfect. Tekken 3 had a bunch of new characters because it was a time skip. But all those new characters were so interesting and cool. Whereas Tekken 4, the Mortal Kombat 4s were boring and shite. Yeah, it's, it's, they're not varied enough and there's not enough added here for this to justify like what would what would have been a full purchase full price game at the time. I mean, I know there's not like as much variety as far as like oh, this game's 25 and this game's 50 like there is nowadays, but like I I I'd, I'd be disappointed if I went to the store and was like the new Mortal Kombat and this is what I got out of it for sure. I yeah. think yeah. like it, I I don't think it's it's a it's a completely useless game, but it's definitely not it's 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 probably it's close to the bottom of these fighters for sure. Uh, oh, sadly. 100%. Like, yeah, I would honestly, you know, they're trying so much stuff. Like, oh, I want to use weapons. I want to use this. Well, if you want to use weapons, place at the time, play Soul Edge. Yeah, or yeah. Soul Blade, whatever it's called. Play that. So Soul Calibur. No, no, no. Soul Calibur was the Dreamcast version, the one on the PlayStation oh. One. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. But I, play but that. I, when I think, but when I think, when I think, two and a half D or three D fighter with weapons, I think Soul Calibur automatically. And I know it wasn't out 
at the exact same time or anything, but like, you know, like that's how you do it, I think. Well, because that's the thing. So I think it was Soul Edge back in UK. Yeah, Soul Edge um, was what I had. Um, oh, and... yeah, I recognize this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. so okay. I played it for the PlayStation, and that was 95. No, it was in 96. It was on the PlayStation. <laughs> Play that. It's a year before. <laughs> much, and it's much more fun. And it's yeah. more. Like, I love. I, w- I haven't covered Soul Edge yet. Um, I will cover it, and it's getting a good score because it was freaking awesome. <laughs> where it was it was awesome soul edge was class um i loved it but whereas um was it so was it whole blade to me oh no it was soul edge because they're after the soul blade i always get that wrong yeah. um but you know again mortal kombat had oh that was it yeah the, the playstation version was named soul blade in north america europe and australia there we go um, okay so i right re- yeah i recognize the look but for some reason soul blade is what i had in mind but yes i recognize this game for sure and this is the thing people can argue like you know what combat are new to this they weren't this was this was not their first rodeo they had one two and three and two and three were considered very good games yeah um, oh yeah yeah and it's like well, you dropped the ball here I, I i the thing is i understand it's their first go at playing with 3d graphics that is the only thing i'll probably say okay yeah i get yeah. it it's your first go but after that i'm kind of like right there's enough on the table now where you can start making it a comparable game to the Tekken series. And they were they they were not there. They were not around until again MK9 when they just went, right, we need to make it a two and a half three three fighter. And once they came up with MK9, then they started getting that recognition again. Then they did the Injustice, then they did MK10 and Justice 2, MK11. Then they started getting their artillery again. Because you know, I said MK11 is at Evo this year, and good it should be. Mortal Kombat yeah. should be up there. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think ultimately that's what it comes down to is that like, yes, it's the early days. That's fine. You know, there's some there's some uh, justification to that and everything. But in the end, other stuff around it, all the all the early 3D stuff. If you if you were to take that away, the 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 fighting part without the 3D added to it is still not up to par. From its predecessors and competitors, and I think that's yeah. Really like I was looking, to. I was looking. I was like, I'd rather play Tekken Two, and Tekken Two was even before it. Yeah, and yep. I was like, honestly, I'd rather play Tekken Two, um, which is not the perfect game compared to Tekken Three. Um, but Tekken Two, I'd rather play that much more, much more fun than this. And well, there you that, go. <laughs> that sums it up, doesn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think you know it sums up this game. Like I, I, you know, as I said, we've not got loads to talk about it because it's not. Again, that's really exciting me. But I don't know if you got much more you want to rant about it. No, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I think really it's just, um, you know, I, again, I, I do think that there's some uh, some justification about being like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, early days of 3D, like that's a lot of what this era was, whether it's PlayStation or the N64. But really when it comes down to it, if this is mostly a 2D fighting game, they should have had that part be a little bit, more fine-tuned or a lot more fine-tuned and then there would be you know i'd be i'd excuse the other stuff that came along with it and it's just not there so this is it's a disappointment because mortal kombat for the most part especially more recently is very good and this one just is not and that's pretty much the overall feel so yeah and so if you had to give this a score out of 10 what you giving it oh man um so to me something like a seven or an eight is still a pretty good and enjoyable game um regardless Mm. of of the reasons for bringing it like to me something like that is pretty good 
to this is a three and a four. I would say. Yeah, I'm like I'm giving it a th- I'm giving it a four. Yeah, yeah. That that yeah. sounds about. Let's give Mortal Kombat four a four. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that one. Yeah, Mortal Kombat four gets a four. It's yeah. not the bouncer score. The bouncer was a one. Nothing. I don't think anything. I think the bouncer will just be a one, and nothing else will ever go near it. I think I'll <laughs> even give Superman. I'll give Superman sixty four a two, just Ooh. so I don't have to give the bouncer just ha- bounces in its category of its own. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give Mortal Kombat four a four. I think this. I think they went down the wrong direction uh, for a long time after this, uh, and it wasn't until much later that you know NetherRealm Studios, um, the midway NetherRealm, managed to sort themselves out. Uh, but yeah, sadly, this one was a bit shit. Yep, agreed. I'm with you. Yeah. So, David, thank you very much. I love how we go on your show and talk about a nice game. Come on, my show, talk about shit games. But as I always <laughs> say, whenever I do these things, I can't just talk about bangers because you'd all be like, oh, he's giving eights and nines and tens all the time. No, we've got to cover shit games because That's there's it. plenty of them out there. Yeah, exactly. You got you got you to broaden the horizon and you got to experience it all. I, I'm with you. You do. So, David, thank you very much for coming on. And as I said, anyone who wants to get and listen to David more, head over to Remember64, wherever you get your podcasts. Very similar to my show. It's covering a new game every week. But, David, I want to have you on once again. But thank you very much for coming today. I am more than happy to be here and be here again. So, thanks very much, man. And that was episode 62 of Mortal Kombat 4. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for David Petrangelo for joining us on the show for his first time. I look forward to having you more often. And said, if you, you quite you thought he was had a sexy voice, go find him on Remember 64. And if you want to support the show financially, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And I will see everyone next week for a new game. But until then, enjoy your Easter. You all take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. <laughs>